0: Welcome to the Neighbors Church Podcast. Dan here. And as promised this past week, this is a unique set-apart session uh, on our podcast to guide you, uh, our dear listeners, uh, through how I do particular moments and times of silence and solitude. Our Advent season has been spent in meditation on one singular lyric from the most famous Christmas hymn, Joy to the World. And we've been meditating on let every heart prepare him room. And what has come from those meditations is the necessity in Advent of slowing down, practicing silence and solitude in the midst of all the pacing and uh, cultivating a secret place of intimacy with God. And so we've um, been engaging with those things and this past week I emphasized the actual concrete practices of silence and solitude. And there were a number of questions that came up both during the gathering and afterwards that I wanted to address briefly. Uh, Around the practice of silence and solitude from the Christian perspective, we believe and know that Jesus practiced these things as a rhythm of his life. Paul the Apostle would have practiced silent prayer and solitude in his journeys between missionary endeavors. We just see it all over the record of Scripture, both in the Old and New Testaments. We are not... And it must be stated over and over when we practice silence, emptying ourselves, losing ourselves in nirvana, laboring to think of nothing at all um, in the sense of a, an Eastern meditation practice or some of the more contemporary mindfulness practices that our society is engaging with um, currently. Now, when we practice silence, we are learning to detach from our thoughts and observe them from within with and in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I'll guide you through that in this 20 minutes or so. That's the whole point of this, is just to give you a model of how this this process and this practice works. Um, As well, I wanted to uh, readdress that in in the world of um, our biochemistry and our neuroscience, there, there, there are things that happen in our body that are actually very restorative when we get still, When we focus on our breath, there are literal biophysical things that happen in the body that bring about that sense of calm and repose and rest uh, for the sake of not losing ourselves, but becoming acquainted with what our current self is in the present moment. Uh, All the anxieties, the fears, the narratives, these things become more clear and less cloudy. The things that make our sense of identity come forward in silence and solitude so that we can interact with our God. It was Augustine who prayed, Lord, may I know myself that I might know you. And so we are coming to know the self that God intends us to be and discerning the false selves, the made up selves, the performing selves, the anxious selves, the, the, the selves that are deceived, um, that we might offer those things and those parts of us to God and be healed. And a final aspect of these practices for both ancient Christians and contemporary Christians is learning to be in our bodies in the present moment. Remember, we're not just brains on walking meat sticks. All of Christian theology incorporates heart, mind, body, and soul. We are these holistic beings, and to divorce our beliefs from our bodies has been a great detriment in the Christian community in the late modern West, which is where we sit the history of the church and so we want to use these practices to get what we believe jesus said don't be anxious for anything look at the birds of the air they had breakfast this morning we want to actually learn to translate those beliefs down into our bodies where the anxiety that we feel never really ceases to exist completely but we learn to observe it and detach from it in such a way that we experience what I believe Paul was talking about when he said there's a peace that surpasses understanding, a peace that isn't the absence of anxiety and a joy that isn't the absence of lament, but an observance of these things, feeling the whole gamut of human emotion uh, through through these practices. And so for the next uh, 20 minutes or so, I'm going to guide you through, you would normally practice these things in complete silence, but I wanna give you a sort of script or um, ideas and biblical passages that guide me through my process of deep embodied silence. Um, <clears throat> as well as we do uh, a complementary, a, comp- a complementing practice along with the meditation is uh, uh, something that was developed by uh, Christian psychiatrist, Kurt Thompson, and he just calls it a body scan. And we're going to move through our bodies with our awareness and just learn to be present to the moment, following our breath. And I'll talk about theologically why we do that and scientifically why we do that, just to give you sort of footholds. So we really do pray this is helpful for you. And um, I just invite you now to find, as always a very quiet place where you're not going to be disturbed for the next half hour. And as you get settled, uh, both feet on the ground is usually helpful back up and straight where you can breathe deeply down into your whole body. And there will be some moments of just quiet silence, just rest in those places in the presence of God. And so I'll open us in prayer by inviting you now to take in three or four slow, deep breaths, deep down into your body. And as you do so, we know from the science of the body that when you breathe this way, when you become attentive to your body, and your breath, in particular, our chemistry and our nervous system enters into what has been called the what's called the parasympathetic nervous system, and we enter into a state of um, of rest and uh, repair. Actually, the body repairs in this state rather than being in a sympathetic state where we are moving and anxious and stress-filled the parasympathetic system is a is a time i mean biologically it's where we digest our food it's where we begin to heal cells it's where we cast out toxins all these things happen sleep being the most potent form of this state but we are conscious now as we breathe in deeply and exhale now from the christian perspective as we focus on our breath we do so in light of the very first thing that Adam and Eve would have experienced as human beings as image bearers was what the Hebrew sage is called ruach or breath or wind breathing. When we become aware of our breath, we are connecting with the most primal place of life that God has given to us as his creations and he, our creator gives us breath. And so even breathing becomes an act of worship right now. Just thank God. As you follow your breath as closely as you can with your attention, with your conscious mind, follow your breath as an act of prayer. Thank you, Father. You might even gently say that as you exhale. Thank you for Ruach. Thank you for breath. Now feel the weight of your body pulling down into the chair. Newtonian physics calls this sensation that you feel in your whole body right now, holding you to the chair, your feet on the ground, the weight of your body. We call that gravity. St. Paul would call that the word of God's power holding us together. Follow your breath. And with this breathe in and breathe out sensation of your whole body being held together by God. Just gently say, thank you, Father, for holding me together and giving me life. Offer him your gift of gratitude back to him because he made you to give him gratitude. Follow your breath. Always return back to that centerpiece moment where this breath now is a gift to you. You exhale. You're not worried about your thoughts right now. We'll get there in a moment. Back into your breath. You're learning to just be in this present moment with your Father, attentive to Him, attentive to the Holy Spirit, attentive to the quiet, attentive to your body, even attentive to your thoughts, but not being caught up in them. Back to your breath. Many, many people find it helpful to, in this time now, Bring forward a word as a symbol of your trust and consent to God's presence and activity in you. I always use the word trust. I have for many, many years now. So I'll breathe in. And on this exhale, I will gently say the word trust. Forming it ever so lightly. Ever so gently offering trust now. Feel the weight of your body and just begin to notice Sounds. You don't need to attach to them or analyze them. Just notice the sounds around you. Take in the light filtering through your eyes, through your closed eyes. With this breath, notice the weight of your tongue resting in the bottom of your mouth. Silence is a time where we trust God that He hears us in our silence. We don't need to manipulate people or events or circumstances or even God with our words. We're just with Him right now, and He is so delighted. Follow your breath, trust, feel the weight of your body pulled down into the chair. We're going to incorporate both a the theological and a neurochemical perspective of this next phase of the meditation. When the Holy Spirit poured out upon the people in the book of Acts, chapter 2, at Pentecost, Luke tells us that it looked like tongues of fire. I oftentimes now will envision a liquid sunshine, like a ball of liquid sunshine, or a ball of liquid flame oozing oil or honey forming over the top of my head as a, as a symbolic, imaginative, uh, consent to the outpouring of the presence of God, the Holy Spirit upon me. And now we're going to slowly work with our attention, letting the, the liquid sunshine, the, the gentle, soft flame, the. The honey or the oil ooze down over the top of our skull if you can just feel your skin and as this oil the holy spirit moves over your face relax your forehead eyebrows eyelids temples nose lips Cheeks, ears, jaw, chin, this liquid sunshine, this honey of the Holy Spirit, his presence just calmly, gently, warmly, lovingly, you're bringing your awareness to his constant presence. You're just envisioning it, him pouring over you, meeting with you in your neck, chest, backs of your shoulders, arms, torsos, hips, legs, upper legs, lower legs, ankles, feet. If you can now just breathe in, offer the word trust to the father, the son, and the Holy spirit that he in the deep places is doing work in your soul, feel all of your body. Just take in and notice without needing to attach or analyze notice light filtering, sounds, smells, taste, the sensation on your skin, your body held together by the love of God. Worship him. Thank him. And now we're going to go in reverse with our body scan, starting at our feet. And I'll walk us through scriptures, and we're going to go deeply into our body now as an act of prayer and attunement to God's presence in the silence and let him have every facet of our body. Paul, in Romans chapter 12, said our right response of worship is to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. And so now in this reverse body scan from our feet up, Envision a fire being set on an altar and your body, you're standing on it. But this fire is pure love. It is pure warmth, pure kindness. It is purifying. We're offering our whole bodies now to God in praise and adoration. Starting with our big toe and working through each toe, but not on the external surface any longer. Go deeply into the bone into the marrow of the bone. Just let your attention pass over this and let the fire of God's presence as you offer your toes, the ball of your feet deep into the fascia and the tissues of the feet, the arch into the heel. Now there's an interesting translation of Jesus's words in John 15. Just continue to let your attention move up very slowly. Take note of where there's aches and pains. But in John 15, Jesus says, abide in my love. That word can be translated relax in my love. When you come across pain in your feet, aches, just notice them and relax in God's love. Let the cells relax. Let the tissues relax as an act of worship and surrender to him into the ankles calves. Oftentimes as I'm in the lower parts of my low legs and feet, I'm reminded of Paul who said our feet are to be shod or to wear the gospel of peace on our feet. We're to walk about in the gospel reality of God's love for us and for this world. Let your feet today carry you with peace and love through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now this fire is crawling up into your calves, warmth and gentleness and kindness and acceptance. And he knows everything and he is so delighted that you are with him in this way, holding his presence near, offering your body to him, into the bones, into the marrow of your lower legs, up into the knees, the kneecaps, the patella, MCL, ACL, all these tendons that hold the lower leg to the upper leg. Moving up into the big femur bone of the upper leg, the muscles along the upper leg, in the front, the quadriceps behind the hamstrings. And oftentimes here, I'm just, I sit and I revel in the miracle of what we call bipedal locomotion, the ability to walk on two feet, to have that level of balance, to move And I offer my gratitude to God, thanking him. You may notice aches and pains in your knees and that's okay. Just notice those things and offer them as a living sacrifice to God, relaxing even more in his love. You don't need to resist the pain and you don't need to fix it. And you don't need to be healed. God has given you those pain signals in your body to let you know that there are things that need to be tended to in this moment. You're just communing with him about those things. And he'll teach you how to tend to them in time, both physically and spiritually. Now up into your hips, all through your lower abdomen, just moving your attention and the offering of your body to God into the intestines in your body, like in your lower stomach area. And here's where we begin to come into contact with places where in our bodies we carry fear or memories or trauma or anxiety we resist most of it or we suppress most of it and in silence it's okay to just be with it trusting that the Holy Spirit is working in the deep places of our spirit with groans and utterances Paul would say that we can't comprehend translating our prayers to our God as we trust him and relax in his love in your belly relax and trust breathe in find that rhythm again trust Notice where there's pain as you move up into the kidneys, pancreas, liver. If you don't know where these organs are, don't worry about it. Just move up into the the lower part of just below your stomach, just a little bit below the center of your torso. And imagine this whole cavity space. Surrender to God and trust whatever you feel right now. It's okay. If you feel anger, confusion, uncertainty, if you feel joy, delight, blessing, Just be you, all of those things and more with him as an offering of praise and adoration and relaxation in his love. Moving up into your stomach with your attention. Offering these things to God. Another deep breath now. Now focus on the center of your being. Right above your stomach, just below your heart. Here's where we carry so much anxiety, so many memories, so much shame, guilt, uncertainty. And here's where we just rest with our God. Jesus said out of our innermost being, living water would flow a subterranean joy, a subterranean sense of his presence. If you don't sense anything, that's okay. That's what God is offering you today as his presence. If you feel anxious and wound up and your thoughts are running, that's okay. Just continually return to your breath as a gift of presence to him, holding his presence in the present moment in your conscious awareness. You might even ask him, fill me, Holy Spirit, overflow me. Holy Spirit, I trust you. And just receive whatever he gives or does not give. Moving up now above the chest into the lungs and heart area, backs of the shoulders. You might notice tension in your shoulders that you've been carrying for some of us years, that tightness in the chest and in the body. And here I often remind myself that Jesus said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And I'll just gently rest in his easy yoke in this moment. I don't need to worry about the future. He's already there and taking care of me. My past is clean and purified and holy. And he's sorting out the details of my mistakes and the right choices I've made. In this present moment, the easy yoke and the light burden of my king, I'm present to him in my awareness as I'm silent. Alone, but not alone because I am with him. You might even notice here as you're in the places where we experience emotions in our bodies, loneliness or grief or guilt or shame or fear. In these meditations, it's helpful if you can to just observe that sensation. Try to put a name to it or title it or a color to it or a shape to it and observe it. And in your awareness, you can move into that sensation. I always have a sensation just to the right of my heart and my chest. I used to think it was rage. And then after many years of doing this practice, I've discovered that it's actually a fear and a terror of being alone, being not accepted, not being loved. And when I enter into this pain with my awareness, with the Holy Spirit, memories come up and I'm able to sort through things with the Holy Spirit. Breathe in deeply again. Trust. You don't need to perform right now. You are doing this the right way. There's no right way to do silence. It's just being silent with him, letting him have you. Up into your neck, esophagus in the airways. Explore with your awareness the inside of your tongue, which is always a strange thing to do. Feel your teeth and in the inside of your teeth sinus cavities, your eyes, but not your eyes seeing, just your eyes in your sockets, and then up into your brain. Now with all of these thoughts, I've been guiding you with a lot of words. Remember, you'll be in silence the whole time. With your thoughts, notice them, but you need not attach to them or analyze them. Here is where we are allowing the mind and the the brain to be what it is constantly moving constantly speaking constantly interpreting constantly analyzing constantly questioning constantly worrying but in silence we breathe and we trust not letting go of ourselves or losing ourselves but realizing that all of these thoughts are just thoughts they don't exist in reality what exists in reality is this breath where we say trust What exists in reality right now is the presence of the Holy Spirit, our triune God, who knows our thoughts before we think them. And over time through this practice, your mind will calm and you'll no longer be as attached to the anxiety and the anxious thoughts and the running sort of mind that won't stop. Your mind settles and begins to lay down in the green pastures by the still waters that the good pa- the good pastor, the good shepherd wants to lead you to and take you into. If you find fear coming up right now, that's okay. Notice that fear, breathe deeply, relax in God's love, and trust him. Maybe even you have the thought, but I don't believe God loves me, Dan. Then offer that thought to him and say, Father, I trust you. I trust that you'll sort through that thought. And now feel your whole body another three or four deep breaths. I always end these times of silence, whether I sat just fighting my anxious thoughts or getting carried away by daydreaming, or I fell asleep, which often happens, or I had moments of real epiphany and real calmness and real release in my body in the presence of God, I always in these times of embodied silence, generating gratitude in my body, generating a sense of gratitude and thanksgiving. And I offer that to him saying, thank you, Father, for this focused time with you. And I ask him to let me carry this focused sense of his presence and awareness of his presence into my day, into my activities. Now just be still. In Jesus' name, amen. My dear one, how I pray you are so blessed and encouraged today and strengthened and that you will complement your study of the Bible and robust theology and mission and intercessory prayer with these counter practices of silence and deep stillness and quiet before your God that you might be a powerful and potent servant of his in this life for the glory of his name and the good of your well-being in all of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas.